The Feminist Coach Academy podcast is proudly supported by Perk Digital, helping professional and entrepreneurial women amplify their message, build their body of work, and leave a legacy through podcasts. For more information about how podcasts can help you build your brand, visit perkdigital.com.au. Welcome to the Feminist Coach Academy podcast, where inclusive feminism, business, and coaching meet. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the co-founders of the Feminist Coach Academy, Naomi Arnold and Cameron Aaron. We are feminist life and biz coaches, both passionate about helping coaches, therapists, helping professionals, practitioners, and entrepreneurs integrate a feminist lens and perspective into their businesses, life, and client practice. On this podcast, we plan to help you do so. Now let's get started. Hello there. Welcome to the podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to let you know about a free resource that Nay and I have for you around COVID-19 and your feminist business. It is a free guide to help you get through this time um, with yourself and your own personal self-care and in your feminist business. So it's a complete free guide that we have come up with for you. And you can go to feministcoachacademy.com to get this guide and go to our free resources tab. Or you can just click the link in our episode notes and it'll take you right to where you can sign up to get this free resource. If you're already on our interest list, then you should have already received an email with access to the resource without having to sign up again. So make sure you check your spam folder if you didn't receive that email from us a few weeks ago. We hope this is helpful for you during this Okay, now let's get to today's episode. All right, welcome. Today I want to talk about feminist bypassing, what I call feminist bypassing. I've never heard anyone else use that term before, so perhaps I made it up. <laughs> but I it's a term that I have made up or created that's been influenced by the term spiritual bypassing. So you may have heard the term spiritual bypassing, and there's probably different definitions of what that is, but how I describe spiritual bypassing is that it's basically avoiding all of your emotions and all of the different experiences that we have um, and and stays kind of on the surface level of spirituality rather than going really deep. And to go deeper, um, you know, it does require to get in touch with the darkness of ourselves, of life, of society. Um, it's, you know, requires us to get in touch with all of our emotions, to acknowledge all that's going on, and to not bypass it, right? To not bypass our emotions, to not bypass um, systemic realities, to not bypass societal realities, things, experiences that we have, very real experiences that we have. And so a lot of like spiritual bypassing is like positive thinking. Oh, you know, 
is like positive vibes only and positive thinking. And there's nothing wrong with positive thinking, of course, but it's, um, it's very much, uh, bypassing if we're only focusing on that and we don't encourage each other to really feel all of our emotions. Um, so that's kind of how I think about it. I think it also, there's cultural appropriation mixed in with there as well, you know, um, to really understand what um, spiritual practice, where spiritual practices come from and what they mean and whether they are for you to use, right? So I think that's part of it as well. But I'm not going to go too deep into spiritual bypassing and spirituality because that's not my forte and that's not what today's episode is about. But just wanted to bring that up because the term feminist bypassing that I've come up with has been influenced from that. And so feminist bypassing is similar. It's basically surface level feminism, right? Staying on the surface and not going deeper. And there are a lot of different layers to this, a lot of examples of this. And I'm going to go through them. So one form of feminist bypassing is bypassing the theory and going right to the practice. Um, but let me be very clear about what I mean by this, because practice and action is very important. And we talk a lot about taking action. And it's very important to continue showing up imperfectly as a human and making mistakes. Um, and you don't have to know all the things before taking action. And you'll never know all the things, right? So... Um, I'm not saying, I'm not talking about that, but when I say bypassing the theory and just going right to the practice, what I'm more referring to here is performativity, right? And it's like performing a feminism instead of genuinely, you know, acting out of feminist values and beliefs and um, having a genuine interest and desire in it, and then those ac your actions being genuine, right? So when you see people who perhaps call themselves feminists and they try to use, you know, the, the language of feminists and they try to, um, you know, perhaps they fall into tokenism, right? Where they seem to reflect diversity, but they really don't. And they really haven't taken the time to under have a deeper understanding of what feminism is and what feminist theory is. And so why is it important to know the theory? It's important because the theory informs your action, right? So if you don't know much about something, your actions are going to be limited. So if you don't learn much about gender, for example, the way that you take action on moving beyond the gender binary, for example, is going to be limited because you don't really know what gender is. Like you haven't taken the time to really study it and to really understand how it shows up in our society, how we're all affected by it, and to learn different um, gender theories, feminist theories around this, right? And to really unpack patriarchy and white supremacy and all of the isms, right? So when you don't take the time to unpack these and really go deeper with them, then you can run the risk of 
performative allyship, right? And where you're falling into tokenism and you are just trying to put on a good face, right? But um, there's not a lot of depth there or authenticity. And we see this because people fall into this trap who really care more about being liked and approved and really care a lot about recognition and wanting to be seen as a good feminist, as a good person. Um, but they don't, they care about that more than actually like learning more about feminism. And, you know, some people are scared to learn more about feminist theory. They're scared that it will change their life. They're scared that it will make them angry. <laughs> They're scared that just to confront the realities of, that we live in. Um, so I understand resistance to it. Um, but understand too, that if you are one of those people that is just staying on the surface and not going deeper and learning more and not reading books by various feminists, um, including feminist theorists and, or you're not, um, learning from experts like ourselves in the feminist coach Academy or teachers, you know, under diverse, you know, range of feminists, um, then you can definitely run the risk of performativity, performing feminism, and that's not going to get you anywhere. <laughs> that um, is not going to be sustainable, and it's, it's just going to be, you know, you're going to run the risk of being a fraud, right? It's important to learn the theories, the different theories. There's theories plural. There's, a, you know, feminism is plural, right? and to um, learn the different feminist theories. And it's not all just an academic class, right? So in the Feminist Coach Academy, you learn different feminist theories. It's not all taught in an academic way. So when we say theory, you might think of college or, you know, a, a philosophy class or something. I, I promise you that our classes are not philosophy classes, although I think philosophy is cool, but they're not structured that way. They are much more down to earth and practical, but um, they do draw on feminist theorists. Um, and, um, but we very much in the academy help you put these theories into practice because that is incredibly important. Now, we know that not everyone has the privilege of buying classes and signing up for paid programs and hiring, you know, teachers and coaches and consultants to have as their mentors to learn from. Um, so there are free ways, you know, I mean, there are books you can read. Google is your friend, right? We offer you some free content with the podcast, you know, and our newsletters and our social media. And so there's a bunch of different free resources that you can take advantage of online to deepen your understanding of feminism. Um, so we understand that, you know, we're not that, you know, you may not have the money to invest in, in some of the deeper learning, but there are free resources out there for you. And we encourage you to take advantage of those. Um, but if you do have the funds, we do encourage you to learn more, to invest your money into feminist learning and feminist theory so that you have a better understanding 
of, of feminism, all of the systems of oppression, because there's always more to learn. The more you learn, the more you unpack the layers that you unpack, the more confident you're going to feel in showing up because knowledge is power and knowledge is confidence. Knowledge helps you feel more confident in yourself as a feminist coach or a feminist healer, being professional entrepreneur. And it helps you think about it, what actions to take, right? It's hard to take, um, to know all the actions to take if you don't really have the knowledge and you don't really learn more, right? So your actions are going to be limited if you don't have the deeper learning. Um, please ignore a cat in the background if you hear it meowing. <laughs> Welcome to COVID-19 <laughs> stay-at-home protocols. <laughs> okay, um, so it's very important to go deeper and have that deeper understanding and knowledge. So some examples of surface level feminism that we see are things like, you know, girl power, be strong women, raise strong women, you know, no strong women, and slogans like that. So, you know, there's nothing really wrong with those slogans in and of themselves, but they just don't go deep enough and they're just not the whole picture, right? And so if your level of feminism is primarily those types of slogans, and then you probably at a very beginner level of feminism, which is fine. You've got to start somewhere, right? But we encourage you to take it deeper. But we encourage you to deepen your understanding, right? Feminism is so much more than... Um, girl power and, and thinking that women aren't strong, right? There's a lot of different takes on that, but that is an example of feminist bypassing, right? Is to basically take feminism and to make it this sort of mainstream marketable thing that, that then capitalizes off of you trying to be a strong woman. Do you see what I'm saying? Instead of actually changing the systems of oppression, right? And I think, you know, it, it's beautiful to have a collective movement where we're all feeling more powerful and confident and strong, if you will. Strong is a, definitely a tricky word. It can mean a lot of different things. But it's definitely beautiful to have that energy, that collective energy. And But it's more important to really acknowledge, well, why are we talking about girl power, right? Why are we talking about women being strong? You know, is this really about women and, and them not being strong enough? Or is it about patriarchy? Is it about the systems that we live in? And we, you know, when we start to go deeper and question the system and society, the things that we've been taught and the ways we've been socialized, then we can live better lives and we can be more of our whole selves. And not just those of us that have been socialized as girls and women, right? Like those that have been socialized as boys and men are part of this. They are affected negatively by patriarchy and all the isms as well. And so when we realize this more and more, 
then we can start creating more liberatory ways of living and being with ourselves and with others. But it's hard to really create change when we stay at the surface level and we don't even really know the words that we're saying and what they mean or where they come from or, you know, how we can make meaningful change. So feminist bypassing is, you know, not basically just not learning more about what feminism is, inclusive feminism, right? And not having a, a deeper understanding, not going deeper beneath these really popular feminist slogans and sayings, and to really also look at how oppression shows up systemically and in our lives, as well as the internalized oppression, right? The oppression we have internalized inside ourselves. So that's another way to feminist bypass too, is to overlook what the messages, the oppressive messages that we have internalized within ourselves and to self-reflect. And there's a couple different ways to do this, right? There are the oppressive messages that we have internalized about ourselves, like about our bodies, for example, right? Our body's not being good enough if they don't look a certain way or they are not, they don't live up to the standard of beauty, right? Um, and just having a standard of beauty, recognizing that that is oppressive. Another way that we internalize oppression and it's about other people, right? Like the messages that we have gotten about other groups of people that we are not um, a part of or haven't been socialized as, right? Um, and the stereotypes that we believe about others, the beliefs that we have about others, the oppressive ones that we've been taught by systemic oppression, by socialization. So there's two ways internalized oppression shows up. One is up with ourselves, those are messages about ourselves, and, and the other is about others. And so when we don't do the self-reflection and look at that and what our part is and so how it's affected us personally, but then also how racism lives within us in our own minds, how sexism lives within us in our own minds, when we don't do that self-reflection, that is also feminist bypassing, right? And I don't say this to overwhelm you um, or to make you think that, oh, God, this is another thing that I need to do or, oh, no, like, it'll never end. Like, what am I supposed to do with all of this? I don't share this with you so that you can feel that way. So I, I really hope that you don't or you can take a breath, deep breath if you're starting to feel overwhelmed. I don't think that you need to be constantly every second of the day working on yourself and unlearning and learning. It's just not possible. It's just not realistic. Um, but absolutely learning in some regular fashion, not every second of the day or even every minute or even every hour of the day. But, you know, designated times of learning on a fairly consistent basis, you know, and, and unlearning the things that haven't served us can be very useful for ourselves personally um, and for the society that we want to create and how we want to show up with other people and our relationships with others as well. Feminism is effort. It is hard work. 
um, whenever we're trying to get free or liberate ourselves from oppression, it is work, right? There is effort that must be put into it. Um, that any kind of change that we want to make in our lives or in society does require effort. Um, but it's effort worth taking, right? It is so important. And the way I see it is it's effort that leads more to my personal freedom, right? So I'll just use gender as an example, since that's kind of more my forte. It's like the more that we unlearn the patriarchal gender binary, the more free we can be in ourselves. Like we don't, because then we're not being, you know, wondering, am I girly enough? Am I feminine enough? Do I look like a woman? Or do I look like a man? Do I look manly? You know, we're not as concerned with these arbitrary gender notions and how other people perceive us. That's the deeper work. And that is freedom, right? And that also, when we do that deeper work, we're also less judgmental of other people and more approving of other people and their self-expression and um, who they are and just different ways of being in the world. So I see that as like a, a practice of freedom. I see all of this unlearning of oppression as a practice of freedom. And so, yes, it is effort and it is work, but it's like so worth it and such an amazing opportunity in this human life. So I hope that that inspires you to perhaps see it differently if you are feeling overwhelmed. But also, it's okay to just take it little by little, one action at a time, one learning at a time. Um, you don't have to go from zero to 100 overnight. Absolutely not, you know, telling you to do that. But wanted to speak to what I call feminist bypassing, because it's something that we see and that we want to caution you from doing, right? And there is no perfect, there is no getting it right. But um, it's important to know when you're being at the surface and when you're going deeper, right? And I do think that if you stay at the surface, you're not really creating the changes that you want for yourself and for your life and for society. So it's something to, to keep in mind and to, to evolve and grow, right? And this is what we help you do in the Feminist Coach Academy. And this is why Feminist Coach Academy is theory and practice, right? And it's not just at an academic level. I promise you, it is so much more accessible than that and much more practical. And we really take the time to help you integrate what you learn into your work, into your practice. If you're a coach, we help you, you know, give you practical ways of integrating this into your coaching. If you're a healer, same thing, whatever helping professional you are. And then also in your business, like what does it mean to have a feminist business, right? To come from your feminist values. So we really help you do this in the Feminist Coach Academy and, and help you not feminist bypass, right? Um, and to come from a genuine place and how to show up from that place, we welcome you into the academy and you are welcome to join. You're still welcome to join us now. We would love to have you. Well, I hope that you have learned a little bit more about feminist bypassing and that you're inspired to say go deeper, go deeper and also go beyond. 
right? So when I talk about gender, I go, I talk about beyond the gender binary. It's both. It's going deeper and it's going beyond and creating a new path forward, creating new, more creative ways of being and living in this world. Amazing. Okay, well, I will leave you with that and I hope that you have a peaceful, beautiful rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Feminist Coach Academy podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you would leave us a review on iTunes or your platform of choice and share it with your friends on social media. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook under the username and hashtag Feminist Coach Academy. And finally, head on over to www.feministcoachacademy.com to access our podcast show notes, as well as our feminist classes and free resources. We would love to continue being in community with you.